Hello. I have nothing to say. Right, let's just end this now. Oh, God damn it. What a terrible start. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, welcome back to the Dismal Tide. Another week of awful sports Twitter. Mike, hello. Hello. Um, it's it's worse than ever. And that, luckily for us, that's just sort of the trajectory we're on. It's not going to get better. The show will. Oh, oh yeah. No, we, we have some real dog shit comments here today. The, um, yeah, everything that we have to go through is just m- more upsetting um really and, and oh, kind of sucks a, the humor out of it as well it's yeah. like i'm looking at all these very very bad takes and opinions and i just i don't have anything funny to say i just i'm just here to report the news that's what will torpedo the show eventually is when we can't is when we have nothing funny to say about it and just keep going like oh as yeah as it is now uh, everything on a rundown i go like oh my god this is shit well, that's also part of the problem of like trying to do the show well is trying to organize it and have something to say, and then that means you've been looking at this for a week. All right, you, let's go out of order today. Let's not start with the show more replies. Go out of order. Yeah. Do, do it however you want. Great, because I really want to talk about the wholesome tweet of the week. The whole, it, it is good. Uh, our wholesome tweet of the week. You're, Start on a positive. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to feature one MLB Network's own, Eric Burns. A Eric, man who's far too old for his haircut. Oh, yeah. And this is, the, whatever picture, this is an Instagram post. It's not a tweet, but, the, you know, it's the same shit. It's a post. Um, it features four four men, uh, one a child, three men, uh, wearing far too few clothing. Uh, not enough. They're in a hot tub. What yeah. do you want them to wear? Specifically, Eric Burns, more. I want him to wear more. He's in a Speedo in a hot tub with his buddies. I see way too much bulge. It's fucked up. And uh, Eric Burns on New Year's. That's your problem. (laughs) Eric Burns on New Year's posted a picture of him and his friends drinking in a hot tub with presumably one of their sons. And his, the post is, reads. It's a little long. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not going to be able to read it all. New Year's resolutions are a crock of poop emoji. We somehow think that the moment the clock strikes 12 on December 31st, we're going to transform into hard-working, gym-going, diet-following, spiritual warrior yogis that, of course, are super generous, social butterflies, sober men, and women that love all people. Then, a few days, weeks, or if we are lucky, months later, the resolution is done, and we end up beating ourselves up over failing at something we had no chance to achieve in the first place. And then he's got, like, a little thinking emoji, and it pretty much goes on like that for... Five paragraphs. Read the whole thing. If you want to do this, do it the right way. What's the point of bringing it up if you don't want to read the whole thing? I don't like your tone. Fine, Michael. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be doing mad now. Don't get me wrong. New Year's is a great chance to look back and reflect upon our experiences over the past 12 months. We are not looking to recreate the good times, and we have no intentions to dwell upon the bad. The reflection is a simple way to hold ourselves accountable to one question. Did we authentically live our lives? Shrug emoji. Yet the reality is in that in order to get to the true answer to that question, we must answer it daily, not yearly. Life is not lived in years. Life is lived in moments. Ultimately, it's our commitment to each moment that will enable us to optimize our current lifestyle if there is a change that we want to implement in our lives. That change cannot be a dramatic, impulsive reaction to societal and inner demon pressures. That change must become a baby step process, which slowly becomes part of the foundation of who we are and how we live our lives. Bottom line is pretty simple. Resolutions don't last. Lifestyles do. Live it. And then there's like nine more emojis and a lot of people are, are, are added and hashtagged. And uh, that's Eric Burns for you. Eric Burns, is uh, he's angling to give like a commencement speech or something, I think. Or the the whole thing uh, feels like um, this is going to be the summer of our lives. It's <laughs> this is <laughs> Eric Burns. That's a very long uh, thing that you'd sign in someone's yearbook. He's it just these people like him are just they're on MLB Network because he was good at baseball and now he just thinks that everyone wants to hear what he has to say and I promise that's not true. It's hard to disagree. Uh, he's got a lot of. Uh, it, it's all uh, in 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 good spirits, though. I gotta say, it's all. Uh, it's hard to disagree. Well, it's with, very wholesome. Uh, it's very wholesome. Eric Burns is pushing for uh, telling you to uh, uh, be uh, be better. 
you know, but not in like a not in like a a chastising way, of course. Uh, no, not in a chastising way. No, well, he wants you to live your best life. Well, I'm sure he chastises as well. He's just like, oh, of course, he chastises. Yeah. He's an analyst. He's got to. Uh, he has to. He's got to tell people to um, where that where they can be better, or, or you know what he would have done in that situation. It takes a special kind of dumbass to like lay out full on for for little baby pop flies in the MLB Network studio in a suit. Yeah, it's uh, a special kind of dumbass. Well, they have so much time to kill. That eventually, I think he realized, you know what? Um, if I get hurt, I, I don't have to do this. MLB Tonight, one of the worst shows on. Because what's, so, yeah, they're what's not, there to say for seven hours of n- baseball? Not enough. No, it's not. It's, it's so hard. It's so difficult for them, and none of them are like particularly funny or interesting. It's the, just listening to Harold Reynolds. Yeah, they should let, they should let him drink. Oh, that would actually be pretty good. Because, I mean, like, once you get around, like, 11.30, and Pedro Martinez is just is telling a bunch <laughs> of stories he half remembers, there's nothing of interest being said at any point during those broadcasts. And then eventually we get a Papa Slam, and then we all save, um, how, how much? I think it's 50%. It's a good, it, the savings are good. Well, it's Papa John, so, like, well, yeah. Well, they, they just want your foot in the door, you know? They can't do well. They can't do it for you know best pizza. No, they don't deliver uh, out to all these other places. Wait, is best pizza a spot? Is that a real thing? Best pizza is the place in um, they're in Williamsburg, and they uh, they're the one, the guy is on the the Viceland show about pizza. Oh, okay, okay. It's the most um, Brooklyn pizza thing that I possibly could have mentioned to alienate listeners outside of Brooklyn. Great. Love to alienate my viewers. Yeah, and also I haven't had best pizza in a long time because um, they're not on Seamless, and you got a uh, call. You can't just you can't just walk in. You could walk in, okay, but it's it. it yeah, but you can't order it online. It's like a half hour walk from here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to walk the whole way. Man. I don't have to walk. You can take the you bus. Take the B sixty two bus. Take the, I can take the bus. Yeah, let, let's go into a, a extru- let's excruciating <laughs> detail on how to get the best pizza uh, bus route uh, exchange. Uh, let's move on. This week, we're retiring people calling things or people on the internet the goat. This is such a cancer. I hate it. The goat? Yeah. It's bad. It's, it, over the last, like, year or year and a half, it has really morphed into just, like, this is a, a goat argument. This is a goat, like, it's just, God, it's really frustrating. It's... All of the people who are on what I've, well, I called it the worst show on television, but it's the worst show not on MLB Network. MLB Network own has like most of the 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 worst shows. It's it's like how um yeah intentional talk. It's like MLB tonight. Um, I brought up the uh, the VH100 greatest artists of hard rock the other day, which they had to uh, make that qualifier just so they could leave the the an excuse to leave the Beatles off. Okay. Like that, yeah. No Rolling Stones, no Beatles. Yeah, so that that really opens it up for everybody else, and that's the thing. If you're talking about the worst show on television, you have to immediately exclude MLB Network because otherwise, you're only going to talk about MLB Network. So the, the worst show on television, not including MLB Network or This <laughs> Is Us, <laughs> is um, and. Uh, <laughs> Or this is us. <laughs> it's it's. I know it's easy to dunk on this is us, but I and I may, but I give the same example every time. I'd never seen an episode of it, and then one came on after the Super Bowl last yeah, year. Yeah, I saw it with you. And every single joke I ever would have made about it before ever seeing a second of it ended up being true. When uh, of it just being an over the top sob fest, and in the only episode I've ever seen, an extremely diverse family dies in a fire. Well, they what they were doing there is you save your bangers for right after the Super Bowl. So, like, effectively what we saw in that episode was, like, if we watched Grey's Anatomy on – and the only one we saw was the one where McDreamy or McSteamy, whichever one, dies in a car accident. Like, that was basically what we saw. Like, the pivotal moment in the show. Like, how did this dad die? And we saw it. We were in there on the ground floor. Oh, uh, well – I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy, but I, I trust that that was a, an important episode. 
anyway, this is an incredible amount of build-up to talk about something that sucks. Uh, Good Morning Football. Uh, there was <laughs> there was an episode of Good Morning Football where like a bunch of like some like thirty eight year old men were sitting across the table from each other. Like yeah, and kept on saying like no. What I'm saying is you got multiple goats out there, and just and you think about what it takes. You think about how many people want this job, and you, you think about how years of schooling it would suck to be like 38 39 40 as you said in that age range and like you have producers in your ear saying like you're not using enough memes the kids aren't going to watch unless you say goat unless you try in Fortnite dance you haven't said yeet today nate burleson <laughs> the, the, oh man oh, the, uh, the, i trying put, to do the, joe biden trying to do the fourth right dance i put <laughs> I put NFL Network on a on a par with MLB Network, and you should too. Like it should just be what is the worst show on I, television, excluding the the uh, major four sports specific channels. I uh, yeah, I've never seen NHL Network really, but I've seen NBA and it's shit. NHL Network um, is just like a slightly more boring version of all these, mm. and it also has um, the the uh, oh what is it. I forget what it's called. There's a there's a child centric show that it has, and I on MLB uh, no on on NHL Network, and I always uh, I make fun of the one where they talk. They're talking to Taylor Hall, who is just um, there's there's just nothing to him. Great player, but like they ask him, uh, you know, and again, this is a show for for children, and so he's instilling good habits, but. They ask him how, you know, hey, uh, so any uh, any pregame rituals? He goes, I just try to get a healthy breakfast before morning skate. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But then they use that. They advertise the show with that. Like, he had to have said something even 5% more interesting (laughs) throughout that interview. But that's, regularly they play that. Uh, Working with kids, they really, people who employ you to work with kids really love an empty-headed dumbass to lead the children. Just... I'm empty-headed and ins- inspirational, and I'm willing to uh, try and lift up everyone around me every opportunity I get. And as an adult, I can't do that, and I watch other coaches around me do that, and I just fucking, it's like, this is fucking bleak. Just the amount of times I've stood six feet behind somebody who says, all right, kids, like, gather around. Let me break it down for you real quick. And I just go, like, motherfucker, shut up. Christ. He's like, guys, you're going to run into obstacles in your life. You're going to. And how you choose to, and, and I'm just already like, this is a fucking sport, man. These kids are 12. They don't give a shit. Shut up. Well, I, I said that Mormonism is its own superpower the other day. <laughs> and I I believe that. It instills a level of self-belief that the rest of us just not don't healthy. have. And you know what? You can say that, but... Look at uh, you, you go around and look at uh, the the what they accomplished compared to us. The Saints' backup quarterback and Imagine Dragons are proof that Mormonism uh, uh, opens up something uh, within you that has not been opened up within us. Is that Taysom Hill you're talking about? Yeah, I didn't know he was a Mormon. He uh, is. <laughs> look, look at look at what he can do. <laughs> he's a gadget. He's uh he's what Tim Tebow should have been. Exactly. And that just and you know what? Which God's the real one? Who's still in the NFL? <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, let's I move said on. I'm converting to Mormonism, and Mormonism I'm, official religion of the pod. I'm changing my name to Cody with a KH. <laughs> oh, oh God! Uh, I went to college with this. I guy haven't. Who's I haven't had a drink in seven days. I think they'll let me in. Yeah. No. It's all attitude, anyway. Yeah. You just. Yeah, they just want. I had a I had a friend, uh, who, who was just like suddenly we were like I smoked weed and drank with him and just like partied a bunch and then one day I went to his house and he's like Nah, I don't want any beer and I was like All right, man. He's like I think I'm Morbin now. Like, Explain that. <laughs> and he was just like Yeah, I went to this like thing that my dad dragged me to. Mind you, he was like 27. Uh, and it was at like this Mormon church and he's like, they're all just really nice guys. We played basketball. We just hung out and shot the shit a little bit. And, uh, I think I'm going to go back again. And he did that for probably about two weeks. He was Mormon until he wasn't until he was just like, Hey man, want to, want to smoke some weed again? And I was like, all right. 
And yeah, like, I've I've done some more reading on it, and uh, I'm, <laughs> turns out I'm, I'm I'm less interested now than I was at the time. I think it came down to just the fact that it's like all they want to do is play basketball and shoot the shit. There is no there's no next step. Like that's it. They're just they're just gonna watch like the flash reruns and uh, not drink soda. Well, you could drink um, you know the caffeine free soda. Okay. And even then, I think the caffeine thing is—they're uh, not wrong I, on this I, other I, thing. I think the caffeine thing is is it is a bit overblown. I think you can have caffeine. You you cannot. Uh, I mean, there, depends on how devout you are, but that is definitely like no stimulants, no mind altering anything. So it's like if your kid has ADD, there's no Ritalin coming, man. I, I was listening to a Roderick on the line the other day, and John was saying Ken Jennings is Mormon. Okay. And he said Ken Jennings will have uh, the occasional soda. Hmm. Well, not a very good Mormon then. Well, uh, listen, that's not for me to say, but I'm going to find out a lot more on my journey. (laughs) I'm just interested in playing basketball and cracking wise. I need to get better at basketball. I haven't played basketball in some time. Uh, I, um, I can't, I can barely dribble. Uh, um, I can't imagine. I'm just too fucking short. Like, I just use basketball for exercise, but when it comes down to it, the shortest person you know is going to be able to defend me at least okay because I, I'm not quick anymore, and I'm 5'4". Yeah, see, we... Uh, the, the thing about being, like, once you get over 30, and especially from there on out, you got to fall back on fundamentals, and I don't have them. None. Yeah, I have none. It's too late. Now, we somehow got here from talking about how everyone needs to stop saying goat. No, we needed to uh, we needed to relax a little bit. We had to dunk on some people real quick. Now we can get to the meat of the show. Well, I, I just wanted to say one more thing about it. There is also people... There's, there, there's too many varying degrees of it. If it's... And I know that... Words, the definitions of words do change. I know how everyone flipped out about how literally doesn't uh, mean literally anymore and how it just gets used for emphasis. And then just like, all right, so that's not what the word means. But if everyone starts saying it that way, that kind of is what it means now. Like, yeah, if if nothing, if if the definitions of words will change based on how they're used. And I know it sucks. <laughs> To have to, to have to, that the word that means that something is exactly something specifically is now the word that means anything. Yeah, now it means figuratively. Uh, it it yeah, that it that I know that it is now being used as the exact opposite of its definition. But you gotta let it go. And people will use goat on. There are varying degrees that it to which it will be used. And that is annoying, and there's also like semi-ironic usages of it, and I don't care for that either. Um, Arsenal's left back, uh, Nacho Monreal, gets called La Cabra all the time. Is that goat? Yeah, and uh, and he's not. Very good player. I specifically think of like Bleacher Report push notifications, where probably once every three days something is goat, 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 like emoji, 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 and it's just like Giannis dunking over somebody. It's like this is a goat dunk, and like that's that's the version of it that I can't stand. When like one specific aspect of a play, or like one specific ap- aspect of something, is a goat. This like I hate when somebody says like they have a goat opinion. There's like goat dunk, and it's just like that's not. You're just you just really like it. No, is it is it better than Vince Carter dunking over that guy? Is it better than the Baron Davis dunk on uh, Andre Karolenko? That's that. Those are look, and not to be the guy who brings up stuff from fifteen years ago, but those are kind of the the, the standard. I don't really like the sensationalized uh, push notifications because, like, I'm getting the notification. Like, you have me. Yeah, it's you already- don't. You need like I'm gonna click. I'm probably gonna. It just, all it has to say is Giannis awesome dunk, and like I'll watch that. That's fine. I don't need all the like all the shit to pull me in, like advertising to children. What was that? Just horrific. Um, give me a second here. I saw on Twitter there was a sponsored post for some like pop sugar article or something like that. Forty five lit AF products on Amazon that have reviewers shook. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone, and you know what? Whoever wrote that, again, had four years of college, took on a hundred grand in student debt so they could get a job uh. as the social media manager and had to just, and someone's just like, you got to say uh, lit AF. If it, if it doesn't say lit AF and shook in there, uh, we'll find someone who will put it in there. <laughs> every, yeah, every meme you put into your post increases clicks by 10%. So I want four per post. Uh, I, did you see this thing that uh, Z posted in Slack? It's uh, it's a post from House Hunters International, and it's a picture of a guy. He says, "I'm a butterfly therapist," and then the woman says, "I'm a stay-at-home astronaut. Our budget is three point two million." Yep, yeah, that's <laughs> that, so funny. There's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of good House Hunters memes, and they're all correct. Uh, all right, so we're gonna move on to the meat of the show. This is the meat of the show. This is the this is show more replies. We Here did, we have it. We did the beginning at the. Or we did end the, of the beginning. We did the end at the beginning. And well, the end. Time is a flat circle, Michael. Just to get us going, this is from a Reddit user, uh, Hairpin Trigger, and this was uh, I found this via Twelve uh, Ups Twitter. I don't know how I saw them, but whatever. And the the post says, well, little context. Uh, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs is uh, probably going to be hired by somebody as a head coach, and it's this post from Hairpin Trigger says at five foot seven, Eric Bieniemy would easily be the shortest head coach in the league if hired. It's not pleasant, but height is an undeniable factor in commanding respect. When the league average height is six foot three, this does not bode well for the head coach candidate. So can't lead men if you're short. No, nope. seems to be <laughs> seems to be the thing here. How tall are you? I'm five nine and a half. So you could coach. I could. Well, I couldn't. I could. I. I, I mean, perhaps I from uh, from a height standpoint. Maybe. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of NBA coaches that are substantially shorter than the the people that they coach. Seems to me that scheme and planning would be a little more important than height. Uh, I think uh, people respond more to someone with a plan and uh, a brain. That, but that's just me. Especially adults. These aren't like middle school boys that you're trying to coach being as tall as them. That maybe that would be difficult. But like these are grown men. If you have a if you have an idea of what you're doing, they can tell. Give me a second. I'm, I'm, give me one second. Alright, I can't find David Fisdale's height, but I don't think he's that tall. Uh he's probably six. Oh tall. no, there's a story in the undefeated that said he's under six foot. Okay. Why would Christos Porzingis ever respect this man? I I already don't respect him. Either I have the link saved incorrectly, or Shea Serrano deleted his tweet out of self-defense. But uh, Shea Serrano of The Ringer tweeted the other day something along the lines of, uh, I, I like when I'm arguing with somebody about sports, I like to uh, finish the argument saying something along the lines of, well, we both have opinions about sports, but one of us gets paid for them. It's something along those lines, right? Uh, something like that. Uh, I got distracted because uh, someone uh, had posted Gateway Pundit's old bio um, when uh, Broper asked, do you think God has been trying yet failing to kill Gateway Pundit? And his bio used to be blogger, half-blind activist, conservative, stroke survivor, heart patient, sepsis survivor, eternally grateful. We're hoping me to come back. Sepsis survivor. Sepsis survivor. He's the one that's been um, really leaning on in as hard as he can and the AOC was called Sandy in high school and college yeah uh, someone also pointed out that Mitch McConnell's real first name is Addison so really uh, yeah duh, and no one uh, no one in the history of uh, Republican politics has uh, ever gone by any sort of nickname uh, did you have anything you wanted to say about uh, O'Shea Serrano yeah all I wanted to mention about the Shay Serrano tweet where he uh, said, I get paid to do this and you don't, is that when Ed Zitron screenshotted it and just goes, isn't this the guy that just tweets out basketball like 50 times a day? And uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and Shay Serrano is very popular among... Okay, look, I think Shay Serrano is generally good. Uh, I just find his presence very grating. Like, uh, it seems like a nice enough guy. It's cool that he uh, was a school teacher and now mm -hmm. just gets to write about basketball. I just don't particularly like the style in which he does it. You don't like his writing style? I, I don't. Uh, again, when it comes to over-the-top hyperbole about everything, 
that's uh, that's everything. Every basketball player is Shea Serrano's favorite basketball player. Okay. I the way that he like there are no it uh, I it, there does not seem to be any shades of gray. Everything is incredible. Yes. No, that's a better way to say that. Definitely everything is incredible. Uh, every every big play that happens on any given night of the week, he he, he will post a tweet about it with like those eyeball emojis. Yeah. He does a lot of clap hands yeah. statuses. Shay Serrano has just been on Molly for his entire professional life. Everything's great. Everything's incredible. In the world of sending money to players, uh, there. Well, I don't know if you said you saw specifically a a uh, GoFundMe for the buyout and release of Cody Parkey. I'm quite sure there is one. No, but- you. I think if anyone saw this, you did. Okay. Um, I, did, I did not see it. All I've seen is that woman screaming at Chrissy Teigen about it. Yes, I saw that. And uh, what I did see is Eagles fans sending money to Cody Parkey on Venmo as a thank you for missing the kick, which is actually, that's a really funny bit. That's a good bit. Like, that's better than all of the other ones where people are actually trying to pay the Bears to release him. Which will happen. I'm, I'm fine way. with someone if someone sends him five dollars as a joke for for missing the kick. That's funny. And then there was a wave of people uh, signing up for Venmo as some version of Cody Parkey. Uh, it, the fatal flaw in most of those being that the, their avatar picture was him missing the kick, and just like so, you're not going to get any money. Like they're going to be able to tell. They're going to tell. Yeah, they're going to tell that the guy who missed this kick didn't want to memorialize it on his own Venmo. Uh, in the in, in the two minutes after in, the game, yeah, immediately yeah. following the game, but like he, he wanted people to remind him about the lowest point of his professional life, and you know, like, like yeah, Chrissy Teigen said, I don't know if it's his job, uh, or I know it's his job. She, but can you still feel bad for the guy? Disappointing people sucks, and then um, a blonde woman, predict- predictably says. Sorry, but he was paid an astronomical amount of money to do one single job, which isn't true because he also does the kickoffs and the extra points, especially in the playoffs. It matters to those of us who buy tickets and jerseys and love our team through the dark parts of our lives. Mm. It matters. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. He did, and I and I said like he did it on purpose to to hurt you. Sorry. <laughs> like what? Who? Yeah. Who? And uh, the kick was blocked. One of the Eagles players was posting tweets like he got a hand to it. That's why he missed. Again, yeah, that, I mean, that's if you're going to miss a kick in this situation, that's the dream scenario is yeah, someone gets a hand it. to it. And then you can just say, look, there's nothing I could do. The offensive line you need to protect me better. Uh, again, it, he's not not for lack of trying. Yeah, I I also have, I <laughs> I have think, no statistical proof of this. I think players are getting better at blocking kicks. Um, It seems to me like it happens more worth, often than Worth looking into. But I don't know why people think this was done on purpose to hurt them. It's just like this whole, and I don't know if this is like a new part of doofus sports culture and that has only been like exacerbated by Twitter and like being able to see everyone's opinions. But like people take this way too seriously now. Like people get so fucking upset. I I looked up on Twitter, uh, Cody Parkey die and Cody Parkey murder last night. And there was over like 400 tweets with those two combined well, no, yeah, because everyone's a psycho. Um, people's lives are terrible. They have no idea why. They need someone to blame. They, uh, they, they certainly don't look. Um, they, they don't look at the people who are making the decisions that make their lives terrible. Uh, so, of course, it's Cody Parkey's fault. Cody Parkey makes ten it's million dollars to make fact, fucking kicks. It's not the fact that you haven't gotten a raise in five years from your boss who spends six months on vacation constantly. Um, it's not because, yeah, because of your lack of vacation time or uh, any uh, safety net whatsoever. The fact that <laughs> you're skipping meals. Yeah, it's because it's, it's, Cody Parkey missed a kick. because Cody Parkey missed a kick. The it's Houston not, Rockets couldn't make three-pointers. It's three not pointers. because your foot has hurt for three years, and uh, so you're just wearing different, just hoping that different shoes will fix it. <laughs> I got new insoles. It's because Cody Parkey missed that kick. It's not because you can't afford the doctor. And... Jesus Christ, and and Cody Park, he's trying. He wants to make that more than no one is more upset about this than Cody Park. Seriously, no, no one is more upset about this than Cody Parkey. Well, like it would suck to be an NFL kicker at this point because like this is par for the course now. Yeah, this, like, this, this is, is what happens this is when you miss job. a big kick. And 
uh, again, also, I remember I I managed to get a uh, I, I managed to get some guy suspended on Twitter for um, when Luka Modric got uh, the Ballon d'Or and some guy with a Messi avatar can uh, who could who couldn't believe that all the <laughs> the Messi stance on earth are completely unhinged um, said that he hopes Modric's whole family dies. And it's like oh, because, just like because he won Player of the Year. Oh, like he didn't. <laughs> That's good. Oh my and, god! Yeah, and uh, so I, I, repo- I reported it and got his account suspended. But of course, it's just like, and, and again, it, some, some like sixteen-year-old in Indonesia who has, who has never gone to see these players in person, who does like, uh, who hopes that uh, the family of one guy dies because he had a uh, slightly better individual season. Is Modric a better player than uh, Lionel Messi? No. Yeah, unequivocally no. But he had a better year. Good year. Sorry, sorry to um, like underscore Hussein. Getting pissy about or whatever M- your name was. Getting pissy about MVP awards is an exhausting way to live your life. Well, again, this is team sport, no place for individual awards. Um, uh, not reading replies. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but no. So the the, the Cody Parkey thing. Uh, also, if you're that upset that it comes down to a field goal, pick a different sport. I prefer to call it a three-point kick. Marco Rubio would call it a three-point kick, yes. Um, but if pick a different sport. If you don't like that this is uh, this can be a deciding factor, um, either lobby for the rules to be changed and the position to be eliminated uh, completely, or pick a different sport. I think it's going to be eliminated completely within the next two years in fantasy football. Um, could be. But I I don't understand why everyone gets so worried. They're just like about a kid. Jews there to do one job. It's yeah. a very hard it's job. A, too. It's a hard job. And if it were easy, everyone would like they like they would just have anybody do it. You saw what the Seahawks went through without uh, when they lost their um, incredibly fat kicker. <laughs> yeah, who was kicking for them at the end of the game? Uh, the punter the, probably. The punter was, and that's why they had to keep going for two. And that that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, going for two brought them within a field goal uh, at the end, but it also meant that uh, the uh, the Cowboys didn't cover. So, a uh, terrible beat on there. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to keep it in the world of football, though. Uh, there were a bunch of coaches fired at the end of the season. And yep. uh, I think five of them were African-Americans. And it brought to light the Rooney Rule. I don't know who decided to start talking about the Rooney Rule. It seemed to me this was like created by Twitter and Bleacher Report. Because I couldn't find any one specific writer pissed at it. It was just like, in general, firings bring up Rooney Rule. And there was a, a whole lot of white people uh, very upset about the Rooney Rule on Twitter this week. An over-the-top rule for uh, most of them find. And I just, I have a hard time. White people get really worked yeah. up about affirmative action because they think that it's keeping them out of jobs when in reality what's keeping them out is their repellent personality and lack of skills. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. And like they just like, I just want to make sure the best candidate gets in there and just like, well, uh, here's the thing. There are a bunch of uh, s- systemic reasons why minority uh, candidates for any job don't get hired. <laughs> and uh, right. and, and down, down to, in many cases, their name. Like, um, there, you know, there. If you have a, a stereotypically black name, uh, that's, that's on your uh, on your, that's something that white people say all the time is just like they'll see an, uh, an NFL player's name and then just go like, well, they had to play football because like if with, with that name, like who would hire you? Yeah, who's hiring like, Debrickashaw? Yeah, who's gonna take you seriously? <sighs> and just like, is that right, Colton? <laughs> yeah, Cody. Cody with Cody a cage. With a cage. Uh, there, yeah. there are so many, like all the names that Rob Delaney, uh, makes fun of. Um, but that's why Rob Delaney retweeted, uh, the, the thing about the, not the thing about just the announcement, uh, that West Virginia had hired a new coach and like the names of the children were uh, like unacceptable. Give me a second to find them. Sure. Yeah, for me, it's not that, like, Here. 70, 70% of the NFL is African-American, and there's two black coaches left. That's, now, to well, be fair— Well, you did—don't start your long point before I can read my That was stupid, at the end of my long point. Don't read—Mountaineer uh, uh, Nation, I'm excited to announce, co- announce Coach Neil Brown as our 35th West Virginia uh, University football coach. Please welcome Neil, his wife, Brooke, and their children, Adeline, Ansley, and Dax, to West Virginia. 
How is any of that better than um, Ansley? Is the, yeah. How uh, Adeline and Ansley are not names. Dax, of course, is the name of Dax McCarty, um, uh, New York Red Bull legend, um, and a great uh, and who, who, great rep- guy. who represented this country uh, very well and wasn't given enough opportunity. Um, to he should have played in the World Cup again. Not reading. Don't. I, Send all emails to Brendan about whether or not Dax McCarty was good enough to play in a World Cup. Yeah, that's fine. Of the coaches who got fired, they they did, given their record, pretty much all deserve it. The only one who's got an argument for his job to be kept at this point is the Cardinals coach who had a rookie quarterback and was given one season, which doesn't seem entirely fair to me. Uh, no. Because uh, the team was garbage last year, too. Uh, also, <laughs> Marvin Lewis... Uh, Marvin Lewis is also just turned into a sort of Jeff Fisher like character, a guy who just has uh, like inexplicably had a job for a long time. Yeah, it just struck uh, me as lazy for a while that they weren't trying to find a new new coach. Well, didn't they announced with two games left last year that they were that he wasn't going to be back, and then they beat the Ravens on the last day, which got the Bills in the playoffs famously, and then um, now Andy Dalton's a hero in Buffalo, and. And then they're just like, all right, one more. Oh, go on. Is that how it went down last I'm, year? I, as I recall, okay. And again, I, I don't, I, I don't have any notes in front of me, but I'm, I'm pretty positive they announced he would not be back, and then they changed their mind. But so Marvin Lewis, yeah. Um, look, when, when we actually achieve true equality, um, it will be fine to just uh, say that, like, like the, no one, no one would have to go to bat for Marvin Lewis just because he is a minority coaching candidate. That is the best argument for true equality. <laughs> is that one day yeah. when a black coach sucks, you can just say it, and then the, and no one will be able to say that it's it's not because you're racist. It's just because it's true. And and that see look all the people uh, all the people who claim that they're not racist and that they're just telling it like it is that's what you should want this is what you say you want it's it's not because you just genuinely don't believe the, for the, remember the the knock on black quarterbacks for years was people would just say they're like smart well, I don't know if he's smart enough yeah, to, yeah just like uh, how come no reason just, just don't doesn't just, seem smart enough yeah and it's it's obviously the same when it comes to uh, to, to black coaches so you know what. Let's hire. You know, let's find out. Let give give all the, the qualified uh, black candidates a, uh, the chance, and then we'll see who's actually good or not. But the only way you're going to get to find out is if you actually let them do the work, right. instead of just saying that like what your stupid ass opinion about what you about how smart you think whoever is. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy because like I said earlier, seventy percent of the league is African American, and uh, you can't like make people coach. But the fact that you can't convert 70%, like these people live and breathe, breathe football their entire life, and yeah. then they retire, and then of that 70%, there's five NFL caliber coaches? Like, are these guys not giving given chances at, like, the lowest level after they retire? Like, they can't even offensive coordinate for some, like, Division three college? Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I think the, it's a, the road from <laughs> from D3 up to... Uh, no, a lot of coaches take that road. They, they start... You just start coordinating somewhere and then somebody sees you and you get a better job and a better job actually this isn't even on a rundown did you see what happened to temple their football coach uh this he is got, like a two week old hired from um away by miami after like 10 days yeah my alma mater got it <laughs> and that is uh the second coach that they've really liked that has gotten snaked away from miami as well al golden also uh got snaked away by miami uh, once again, um, ban college football. They had to get it, the 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 national championship game is tonight. Get it out of here. Why can <laughs> they be, the Why can one. they be sponsored by alcohol when most of the players aren't even of drinking age? Are they? They they're allowed to be sponsored by alcohol? Not. I mean, not the teams directly, but like the game. How come like Dos Equis can be the official like like there there's there are ads where they're like watering the field with Dos Equis, which probably. Uh, is uh, the wrong message to convey like what should be done with your beer um but th- yeah there the, there's a bunch of guys like walking around with like the sort of like fertilizer tanks on their back but they're all dosekis and they're like it's the only beer that waters the field with of the national ch- college national Good lord i haven't seen that commercial and for what like uh, and yeah a you bunch know of guys for what you know why i know well to 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 make money obviously they can drink Dr. Pepper, though. Dr. Pepper heavily invested in college football. Dr. Pepper's great. 
Yeah, Dr. Pepper's pretty good. From the twisted minds that brought you Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you are an example of living moss. From Dan Kingery, Alex Ovechkin put Sidney Crosby in an even brighter light. Sid wouldn't miss the All-Star game because it's good for the game. Ahem, <clears throat> Alex. Surprised the NHL is powerless in this situation. And uh, I think his next tweet, yeah, 30 seconds of internet research returned this while my ratio flies red dead. Uh, and it says Crosby has played in three of nine All-Star games. But only one of those was with less than a long-term injury. So he just skips the All-Star game all the time because he wants rest. Yeah. I think that should be allowed. Now, he's just like, well, only like two of them were because not because of like long-term injury. And like uh, Crosby has had some uh, injury problems for sure. But the rule, as people have said, basically exists because of Crosby. <laughs> He it was his decision to skip it a couple of years ago and uh, ended up uh, to led to the creation of a rule that if you skip the All Star game it came with a one game suspension afterwards. And it sounds like you're getting more of what you want like that. Yeah, you're getting a bit more. But well, I mean, what you you don't want to miss regular season no, games. No, but I know, like the the All Star game, it's just that much more. You know, just a, assault on your body. It's an extra twenty minutes of ice time that. You, you didn't need to do, you know, and little things, all anything could go wrong, you know. When we were watching uh, Cowboys-Giants in Week 17 and watching Amari Cooper and Leighton Vander Esch both, like, have close calls with injury and just, I'm just going, like, what are they, out, why are they out there? It doesn't matter. They're locked into the four seed. None of this matters. And it's, and, and I mean, and that is a regular season game, but, like, at that point, I, I don't know. Uh, cross, uh, you want to see the players play in the All Star game because the All Star game is fun. The, but no, over, I don't give a fuck about the All Star game oh, in any well, sport. It fucking sucks. The All Star game mattered more fifty years ago when no one had cable. I had I pay twenty five dollars a month to watch every single hockey game except for the ones I got to change the channel for because they're blacked out. Why can't I just put a thing in on the app that says that I pay for MSG and uh, like and which would also allow me to just watch it in the app and not have to leave the NHL app to go over to MSG Go. Why? Uh, I have thought about this before, and I have created in my head the uh, close enough rule where, like, if I pay for something and I have no way to watch it, I'm going to pirate it because, you know what? I'm doing my part, and you are not making this available to me, so, like, fuck you. No, uh, everything's available to me. It's just not in a convenient way. Why, like, on the NHL app, just as with the, um, if you have League Pass or... Uh, right, you can't uh, watch your that, team. You can, yeah, it's, it, your local games are blacked out. But that means, like, if you're trying to do the box where you have three games on at once, four games on at once, you can't, I can't put the Devils game in there because it's blacked out. Why can't I put in a pass, like, why can't I use my MSG login with our Verizon information so that I can watch it within the app. Yeah, no, this is why What's I stopped. What is preventing this? That's why I stopped paying for uh, MLB.tv. Well, I mean, your dad started paying yeah, for it. Was another dad, reason why my, I stopped. Yeah, my dad's paying for it, and we're, we've both benefited greatly. Yeah, it's, it was great. <laughs> but like, because yeah. I when I was living at home, at least, I couldn't watch the Phillies, and it was really annoying. So I would just like end up pirating the Phillies game while I'm watching three other games. And it was just like, why am I doing this? This fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, I forget what got us here. Oh, um, yeah, you know what's good? All Star Weekends are good. The skills challenge is yeah, good. I, I love a good I, skills I, challenge. I, I love a good three point contest. I like when they have like the futures game, things like that, and you get and uh, they have like uh, like the um, what does the NBA do? Is it like a wasn't like uh, a, freshman a, sophomore? Yeah, the fresh, that's good. Yeah, love and that. I think they have the uh, does the NBA do World versus America? Um, they did. I think that was like yeah, or yeah, they had USA versus the World a couple of years ago when it, and which by the way is um these days a pretty good game 10 years ago not the case yeah no it's it's good now well i mean you got Giannis and Kristaps. yeah that's it's <laughs> pretty fucking good um, and ricky rubio i guess would be the point guard well just I, trying to off the top of my head make the international squad right now well no i, I think but when they were doing it i think it's all like first and second year players yeah okay 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 that's yeah because vets don't want to do that shit yeah that's uh, can't have lebron playing in this game no it's embarrassing to everyone involved so uh Ovechkin is, yeah, it, it, again, he's also getting older. You know, I, uh, I mean, I know that's a, a, by hockey standards, not that old, considering guys put play into their 40s. But um, I, I think uh, I th he's right to try to get that extra rest. No, absolutely. I, I like the skills challenge stuff. I don't care about these all-star games. Like, I don't need them. Just do a weekend of skills challenge. The players don't want to play in any all-star games. 
No. And also, uh, I, I think what, why I wanted to include this is because uh, uh, with all of the things going on with the Steelers, um, Pittsburgh sports media is the most over-the-top and hysterical of basically any city. It's funny you should mention that, Mike, because that's where we're going next. Yes, that's why. Well, you you mentioned when you're just like, I had to sit through. I read through like 20 minutes of comments on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Like, do you think I'm happy? And I, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I just saw that this guy said something like, you know what? Like, all of these people's opinions about Antonio Brown, um, plus their... A constant victim complex around anything that involves Sidney Crosby is incredible. Oh man, I transcribed this woman's comments on the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and then later I put in a screenshot, so I didn't even have to fucking do that. I hate myself. Uh, yeah, so Antonio Brown had himself a week, and uh, so did Pittsburgh social media because of that. Uh, a whole lot of play the game the right way kind of guys pop up when you refuse to play for whatever reason. Yep. And I'm sure whatever actually happened, which we'll find out in the coming months, whatever actually happened with Antonio Brown. The way I see it, Big Ben probably called him out for something, and then he probably c- called Big Ben out for being, I don't know, a fucking rapist. A rapist. And then threw a ball at Allegedly. Ben. Allegedly. And then he threw a ball at Ben and went home and stayed home all week and said to himself, I'm an all-pro. I don't need this shit. Uh, and then when he tried to play on Sunday, Mike Tomlin, I don't know, probably correctly, you got to go to practice either way, um, told him he wasn't playing. But then everybody fucking lost their shit on him. Uh, Peter King uh, yesterday said that he is no longer a top 20 wide receiver in his eyes, and he took him off his all-pro ballot because I don't fucking know. You know, uh, Peter King uh, is <sighs> pretty inconsistent. He uh, still thinks Darren Sharper should be a Hall of Famer, but doesn't want to include Antonio Brown in his the All Pro ballot. Darren Sharper, rapist. Peter King, suck my dick, old man. Suck my dick, old man. Uh, uh, that's the that's the phrase that pays. Um, <laughs> stolen or borrowed from the the Chapo FYM stream. When yeah, I think I for think, Tovo. I, yeah, I think Aaron said it to um, that. Uh, what's what's the, the Norm Norm Kelly? Was that the name of the like the Trump general or whatever? No, no, it was the um, Toronto like city councilman who was like the the epic me old epic yeah, okay. old guy. Suck my dick, old yeah, man. Who was in the who when he posted a picture of him in that like ironic sweater and and Stefan said it was elder abuse. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right, but so yeah, we that, got... that's what was uh, said to him on stream uh, when. Uh, he wasn't present for it, uh, but it was when during during uh, some uh, Canadian election. Uh, tweet by Troll Destroyer most accurately reflects my views. Ben Roethlisberger belongs in prison, yet everyone is so quick to call out AB and Le'Veon Bell's character. I was like, correct. Uh, so I, as Mike mentioned, uh, did some time going through the uh, Pittsburgh local newspaper, the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, at least the big one. I don't know if there's more than just that one. And uh, I found a, a pair of comments that I fell in love with from one Linda Orsi, who loved her thoughts on the matter so much that she posted basically the same thoughts twice. And I'll be reading both of them now. Linda Orsi, has anyone approached the idea these players are paid too much? Uh, sidebar, no. Nobody's ever fucking said that. Jesus Christ. Who knows if they are a humble player in college when they are coddled? Uh, when one gets to the big league and paid the good money, their loyalty, their loyalty is to the false god. Not the team that signed them. The NFL owners have a problem. I'm sorry. The owners and the NFL have a problem. Look at the player who makes millions, and you might see a team that could have problems. Someone making 75 millions doesn't think that he has to answer to anyone. Just a thought. Second comment. Just a thought. Good way to... Ends ends with just a thought. Resumes with just a thought. Maybe these players are paid too much money. Instead of being loyal to the team that signed them, it seems that they are only loyal to the false god. Look around the league. We all know who these players are. Bell and Brown are preoccupied with off-field antics more than playing for a premier organization. When someone makes $75 million plus in their contract, they think that they don't have a boss and for sure not going to follow any rules. Oh, the monsters we created. Now, I like this particular brand of comment because, like, clearly an old lady or some, like, this is a boomer right here. Yep. Boomer as hell. And I don't know if she didn't feel like she clarified her point properly the first time she posted it or if she posted it and then it disappeared and she just like well what the fuck happened to my comment so she had to do it again both are pretty funny to me i like the idea of the old people posting something twice because it disappears after you post it 
It's like having absolutely no faith faith in the machine that you're using. It's like a hit post and it's just gone. Yep. I love that so much. Next, I want to go to a tweet about Antonio Brown from one Greg Gabriel, who has a lot of Twitter followers, actually. 23,000 Twitter followers. And his, his take was, football fans for years have been critical of scouts because Antonio Brown slid sixth round. I think we've seen in the last few days why. There were issues There were issues while he was in college, so he fell. Teams know what they are doing. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> Tell me that he's going to do this and ask me if I... He's the number one. He's, he's the one dot one. He's the best player in that draft. Like, as I looked at the 2000... I think it was five. I'm not sure what year he got drafted. 2005? What year is it now? No, it's 2018. So I think it was 2010 draft. 2005? That was like the Ben Roethlisberger draft. <laughs> Either way, he was like undoubtedly the number one player in that draft. Like, absolutely. And and uh, wide receivers like Riley Cooper got drafted before Antonio Brown. Riley Cooper. Uh, well, you know what? That's just a kid who works hard. Uh, has he made mistakes? Yeah. But can, uh, who hasn't? Uh, God damn it. Shut up. Uh, then our next take belongs to Kevin Coy, and it says, A.B. is quickly going from goat to lamb. Jerry Rice to T.O. Those are two Hall of Famers. What is this guy doing? Yeah. Jerry Rice to T.O. Aligning yourself with James Harrison is a great move, too. I think Pittsburgh still hates him for playing with New England. The killer bees in Pittsburgh was more of a locker room killer. Bell, Brown, bye. Uh, Who cares if... Pittsburgh, if you were James Harrison, do you give a shit if Pittsburgh hates you because you played for New England for five games? I don't think James Harrison gives a shit about anybody's opinion about anything. Nor should he. Especially not uh, any like personal trainers. All the shit that he does is extremely dangerous. It's also CrossFit. Wouldn't, wouldn't recommend to anyone. Well, listen. The, yeah, there is the uh, Dov, uh, when, when Dov uh, Kleiman posted the video of uh, James Harrison talking to Antonio Brown and then the replies to that when you know when uh Antonio Antonio Brown called uh <laughs> called Ryan Clark and Uncle Tom yeah, hell yeah. which whether, funny. look whether or not that's not for me to say nope I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into whether or not Ryan Clark is an Uncle Tom I don't feel that that's my I don't feel it's my place to do so what I will say <laughs> is this guy uh who Again, trying to get better at not mentioning people by name, but his his uh, his, his at handle is an entourage reference, which is great. Um, and <laughs> what then, is it? Oh, oh, the at handle. I'm sorry. Yeah, his at handle. And then his display name is American Made, all caps, which immediately is, um, you know, all, all these people complain about virtue signaling to no end. But what is the like calling yourself American Made in all caps is absolutely virtue signaling. In any case. If I was Ryan Clark, I would slap that 18-year-old hairstyle off his head. We all know he could, but Ryan has class, which Brown knows nothing about. He's too busy launching furniture out 20-story high-rises. And I said, from the show account, said, nothing coded about this. Yeah. That's... And he goes, what's coded about Clark not throwing shit out of buildings and wanting to play even if it might kill him? And Brown making poor off-field decisions and not showing up to practice meetings that we have a must-win game. I'll give you the not showing up to meetings thing. But uh, one, it's there's nothing uh, good about Ryan Clark playing uh, under the threat of death, um, because in the end uh, he has his entire life to live. And <laughs> and isn't Ryan Clark uh, working for ESPN now? Yes, he is. Right? Okay. Um, and I, I said, I'm like, when people say class about a brash black man, they usually mean something else. Maybe you don't. Fair enough. But the Republican psychopath who liked your response here's a dog whistle. And like the, of the two people that liked um, his reply to me. Um, one is someone uh, who just exclusively retweets like build the wall stuff. So again, like um, Stuart Lee talks about how um, about how like you never know who's laughing at your jokes. This is the people that you don't want coming up to you after shows and going like, "Well done, mate. Well good. Well done at uh, having go with the fucking Muslims." <laughs> and just goes, but "God that, damn it!" And just like, but that's just like those those people are out there. Just like laughing through bared teeth, like missing the point and laughing through bared teeth like the dogs they are. And I love that so much. So just like you can talk about how you don't mean anything about race and just mean stuff about class. But the uh, the complete in the completely insane person who's retweeting James Woods, uh, they, they, they know what you mean. I think one last thing I just want to say about the Steelers is uh, I've never seen. 
a team have two all pro players not want to be there anymore for no reason and the Steelers seem to be missing the heat they have whatever they've done they they seem to have mostly played a pretty good PR game where most of their fans seem to be blaming this on Antonio and Le'Veon well that's also NFL culture is the the front front office never gets blamed for anything it's always down to the individuals and it's usually a total coincidence that they're black (laughs) yeah no they they won the PR game supporting Ben Roethlisberger who's the last white player who got into like a big controversy with an NFL team I don't know. Like hard, hard to say like off the top con- of my head. Like contract, not insane behavior, not Richie Incognito. Yeah, I guess Richie would have been the one that came to my head. I don't know. I'll think about it. I don't want to sit here and um on Mike, but because I don't, nothing comes on my. No, the fact that nothing comes to the top of my head when there's like seven a year. Maybe Kirk Cousins, maybe like with the uh, the guaranteed contract. Uh, uh, no, I mean like uh, him. He got oh Kirk, in Washington. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I guess Kirk Cousins was. The yeah, last when he one said to, to, when he said he any, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. To, to make any sort of stink. Yeah. He might have refused to play if they franchised him a second time. Yeah, but they traded for Alex Smith. So they didn't have well, to. Well, anyway, he's he's the Vikings' problem now. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, well, I was talking about this yesterday. I get I get kind of mad when teams miss out on something by like one game or one inch, especially yeah. with like a brand new team. Like as a Sixers fan, if the Sixers make it as far in the playoffs as they did last year. I'm probably not going to be that upset because they haven't had, like... It's a whole new team. They haven't had time to gel. they got a new star there. How long he stays there is a different story. But these things take time, and sometimes you need a, an offseason to gel as a team. Yeah. So, like, Kirk Cousins shows up. They miss the playoffs by one game. He does look like absolute dog shit those last four games. I just, but, like, <laughs> just reset the... You're not... He's a better quarterback than Case Keenum. I was on the, the sports channel on the Golf Kings Discord, and Kirk Cousins like tried to juke a linebacker like he he went running he tried to do some sort of like stutter step and it really just looked like him it it, it looked more like indecision than any sort of um actual planned move I and mean, he just got just square to the chest just just laid out i think i saw and that. then i i laughed out loud at that i i posted about it and someone just replied born loser and <laughs> i gotta agree yeah, and now that's that's just what I and I I've I've thought about him just being called born loser for for several weeks now, and uh, and yeah, talented guy, but yeah, I mean you definitely like to see more, but like did you see what is the point? That he was four and twenty four yes, against winning teams in I, his career. I did see that. Unbelievable. I, I don't know. I think all you can do is put your like he's obviously to me skills wise a top half quarterback who's absolutely no clutch gene, but like. Imagine if you gave up on Nick Foles the same way, the same same sort well, of. Several you know? people did. Yeah, uh, he got he got a couple shots. He got a shot in Philly. He got a shot in Arizona. I think he had a shot in St. Louis. Uh, just right place, right time. Like I would not be surprised if just like I don't know, maybe maybe this contract doesn't work out for him in Minnesota. Either way, he's getting paid. But if he just like pops for one year and they win a Super Bowl, like I wouldn't be the least bit surprised because he's talented enough to do it. And those like barely missed teams that feel like they have to blow everything up. Make me mad. Like, after the Houston Rockets lost Game 7 to the Golden State Warriors, they're like, well, what do we do now? We're just not good enough. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? If everyone just, yeah, hit the threes. Yeah, you guys went, like, what did they go, like, three for 30 and three-pointers in Game 7? Just shoot better. Yeah. Shoot shoot like you did in any of the 60-some games you won. All you can put, you can only put yourself in a position to be one of the last few teams remaining. There's really not, because then after that, a lot of it comes down to luck. And, like, individual performance, obviously, is a humongous, but, like, luck just has every bit as much of a a factor when you're playing at that high of a level. Just put yourself in a position, and if it doesn't work out, just try and put yourself back in a position next year. It's so stupid. Well, they, uh, what they decided to do clearly didn't work out either, because the team... Uh, Harden's been unbelievable like the last two weeks. Yeah, I think he's gonna, he's MVP. Again, yeah, but but up to that, but up to that point when Harden just um uh, became a superhuman, um it, it, yeah, the, the, they were not doing especially well. Uh, did you see yesterday, two days ago, something like that? Uh, Steph Curry tried the uh, the Harden step back three, and he got called for traveling immediately. And then I saw the other day. 
uh, this was probably like two weeks ago. Harden did a step back three, and he took he genuinely took five steps, and they didn't say a word. He he did two step backs. That's just what he does. It just, that, that's the, I that's don't the, that's understand the, it. That's the official line on it now. Just like yeah, hey, that's just hey, that's just, the Harden move. That's just yeah, that's just what he does. What do you want me? To, what do you want me to do about it? Tell him to stop. Yeah, it's not fair. Uh, all right, so. Our final segment is is new for us. We didn't do one last week. We'd like to keep this going. Uh, we're going to have sort of uh, – it's called uh, Horny Athlete Tweets. And when we're if we don't have a brand new horny athlete tweet and an athlete embarrassing themselves on some form of social media, we're gonna find a Hall of Fame. We're gonna find a better name for it. And again, it's it's uh, we 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 we'll do them when we got them. But there's not not every not every week are we gonna find a, a horny athlete tweet. Uh, this week we thought we'd give you a Hall of Fame post, so you get the idea. Of what well, th- this came up because um, after the Colts won the other day, um, they showed Jim Irsay giving a uh, passionate locker room speech that really sucked. And if I like had to stand there and be quiet, so this stupid old man could stand up there and just go, "Listen, guys, like I'm a hey, is it like well, this? This is party time for you guys, but for me, you know, I'm a perfectionist." Next week, maybe thirty-one points. I'm I don't know. kidding. It's just like yeah, do more drunk driving, you old piece yeah, of shit. He's he's a particular piece of shit. Painkillers, drunk yeah, driving. Yeah, how many pills have you taken today? A lot. Not nah. uh, so. And someone. So of course, r- shortly after this, someone retweeted. Uh, oh, actually, oh, horny reply watch goose. Uh, I guess someone <laughs> brought it up to, to, to their attention. Who does such a great job curating these things? And it's not always sports, of course. Um, but uh, but but yeah, but but we'll um, well we'll take the help when we can get it from uh, the popular accounts. And yeah, so go ahead and uh, read read the tweet, Brendan. Because I don't have it in front of me. December twenty second, two thousand ten, at eight thirty p.m. Jim Mercer said, "I know it's a sin, but I have a crush on Sarah Palin's feet." Two years I, after I that believe election. the horny reply watch you is just as something along the lines of good lord <laughs> like when quote tweeting it or good god something to that effect wait a second when did she run is that 2012 or 2008 2008 right yeah okay yeah sorry the, I guess she was probably just like at that point a Fox News correspondent yeah, or it yeah, might yeah. have been when she had like her reality show I think that was probably around that time the reality show yeah who ran the other time it was Romney and who remember that time that she went camping with um uh with uh, Kate, uh, what's her name from John and Kate Plus Eight? Goslin. Kate, yes, Kate Goslin and Sarah Palin went camping together, no. and they filmed it, and they took like too many of their children. There are too many, <laughs> so many kids between those two. It's a satchel of children. They got a squadron. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is a giant dog to uh to play out. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about us. Mike, Mike, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Mega Clang. It's the same on Instagram, but it's private because uh, I don't need you animals uh, coming invading my entire life. I am Patent Brending. Our music is done by Wade Fittori. You can check him out on SoundCloud. That's Wade Fittori. Uh, we'll see you I next week. I believe he's Wade Jams on SoundCloud. You don't just give out. No, I think you can find them both ways. But yeah, you're right. You better, he's Wade Jams. You better find out. Well, now they got both. Mm-hmm.